Welcome back to a brand new episode of She Talks Life Podcast, and this is your host, Tavon Ray. You can find me here every Mondays and Fridays with brand new episodes. Please don't forget, if you enjoy listening to the podcast, leave a raving review, like the podcast, and subscribe. This helps the podcast to gain recognition and help push the content to a wider audience. Once again, thank you for listening. Now let's get into this week's episode. So we back. Um, Let's jump into today's topic. Um, I wanted to come on and kind of just talk about how um, our judgment and our um, entitlement is actually considered a toxic trait. So I watched this popular YouTuber. Now everybody's watch YouTubes and, you know, all the create the content creators and the influencers and stuff like that. We all watch them, right? But this particular YouTuber I watch, I've been watching her now for about a couple of years. And um, a month or so, she announced her engagement. Um, she is mostly... Uh, makeup uh guru she does a lot of makeup content she does a lot of she does vlogging she just purchased her own home she has a daughter and if you're listening you probably know who she is i won't say her name because this is not about her this is just about something that she kind of said that brought this topic to the forefront on she talks live podcast now and then we'll just jump into it so basically our entitlement to other people's lives and our judgments of other people's lives, we don't see those as toxic traits. We see those as, oh, well, if you're putting your life out there, you're giving me the entitlement to know everything about you or to judge you or to basically tell you the, as a viewer how I feel you should be living your life. Like, I don't think that's fair to those people who put themselves out there in front of the camera because it is hard. It is hard to pick up this mic some days and kind of just let the door be open so that I could talk life. But I'm I'm being real when I come on here and I said, you know, like when I started this podcast, I was like, yeah, she talks life. I want to talk about all the shit in life that happens that we really don't address. Like there's so many things out there that we don't address, especially in the black community. And we judge or we prejudge certain things because we don't know the full story. So let me give you the backstory. So this YouTuber, she recently purchased her first home with her daughter. She moved um, from her hometown to Atlanta to start over and, you know, basically give her daughter a better life. And she bought her house and it was really breathtaking to see her I'm all for women empowerment and for women to actually achieve in the goals that they set for themselves especially if they've manifested certain things like for me I've manifested so many things in my life like I manifested having a house I manifested having my my car and you know the type of car that I want I manifested trying to break generational wealth and being able to provide for myself without worrying about if the lights are going to get cut off next month or next week or whatever. Like, you know, you put yourself, you think positive and you put yourself in a positive light. And she did exactly that. She propelled herself and pivoted herself into that light. 
she did mention like a year ago she did a manifestation vlog or video where she was talking about you know what she want out of a relationship and the type of man that she wants she doesn't want to just be dating to date she wants to have marriage and i agree with her sometimes when we reach a certain age um and i know a lot of people be like oh well it doesn't really matter about a certain age but be honest and realistic when we reach a certain age we feel like our lives are lacking something and sometimes it might be partnership uh, companionship it might be a new career change it could be where we're you know we're making so much money but we still need this extra piece of our life to be fulfilled and she talked about that in one of her videos like hey, you know, I want to have this type of husband. I want to be able to, um, you know, be with a partner that accepts my child and all this stuff and be financially happy and stable. So fast forward to recently, she announced her engagement. Now, I think because we only get to see glimpses of their lives in such a small span, like 45 minutes, sometimes an hour, we assume that because she just showed his her guy or she just announced that she was dating and she's in a serious relationship, we assume that it happened really fast. And I think sometimes, and I'm going to pay devil's advocate here because I assume the same thing too, and I'll tell you why I did that. When you don't give a backstory. I think that's where people start becoming judgmental and and feel entitled to ask questions because they're like, well, damn, you ain't never talked about having a relationship, but now all of a sudden, boom, you popped up, you're engaged, you're in a relationship, you're going through, you know, you're about to get married, you just bought a house. Like everything, I think, came so fast at her core audience that a lot of people were being very negative she's been deleting the negative comments but I don't comment I just watch but I did have my own opinion on it because one of the things that I really was um thinking about was like oh wow that was really quick because it took us all off guard I think it did and here's the thing that I'm gonna be real and I'm gonna keep it real with you there are people in the audience I am not a yes man person and I think a lot of the, her core audience that are in there saying congratulations. Yes, it's great to say congratulations, but I think they're all thinking it. And she said it today in her vlog when she was saying I'm addressing negativity. She said, hey, um, you know, when one person posts something about the situation about my boyfriend and why are you letting your boyfriend move in, um, when you just bought the house with you and your daughter and give you and your daughter some time to enjoy the house by yourself. Like, you know, you don't have to rush into this. I think we we call it negativity because we ourselves, right? We be realistic. We ourselves know that it don't look right. It don't look right. It's not the norm. And so when it's not the norm, people judge it. People make assumptions. People question things. And I think she gets defensive. A lot of them get, a lot of YouTubers or even influencer or even these celebrities, they get in, um, offensive when you are asking questions that are realistic questions. And I would feel that as, as a person out there, like even take those celebrities and take that out. If you're in a friend group and you have a bunch of girlfriends and one of your girlfriends 
started dating some guy yesterday and within like three weeks or a month, she pops up and is like, oh my God, we're engaged. I guarantee you that all of the people in that friend group are going to have questions about that situation. They're going to be like, is it too soon? Are you ready? Whatever. And I can attest to being in a relationship and meeting someone right away and be like, oh my God, this is my forever person because they have qualities. But I will tell you this, the representative shows up for that person. My representative shows up because she got to make me look real good to this person and vice versa. But when the dust settles, are we compatible enough to go forward with such of a big step in our lives? She manifested it. All she's saying is all positive. I think what, what causes the confusion a lot of times is, no, you do not owe these people anything. But if you're putting your life out there, be willing and open to have that context of saying, being realistic. Like, I met this guy a few how we met this is how we met i've met him a while and i think he's the one and i'm gonna go ahead and i'm gonna marry this man i'm gonna see where life is gonna take us because there's nothing wrong with that i've seen stories where people meet and they meet and within a month or so they got married and they're still together for 10 15 and 20 years and but that's because they were they were in the same place at the same time. Their trains met each other at the same exact time in life. And that is the reason why they fought through it and worked through it. Also, we also look at the outside of it and we say to ourselves, we don't know what others put up with in their relationship. I guarantee you that we don't know. So we assume, you know, that I'm glad that trend is not there anymore where it's like, um, that's what I, when we see a happy couple, they'll be like, oh yeah, that's the kind of relationship I want, or I'm trying to manifest that. And we have no idea what that relationship really is truly like, because it's a facade for the cameras. We see it on the computer for cameras. And I'll tell you why, you know, I feel like she got offended by people asking her about, you know, just normal questions. You just bought a house. Um, you just got engaged. Is he going to live with you? Um, he has other kids as well. You know, the dating pool is slim. I find when it comes to black women, we tend to sometimes settle. I know a lot of people don't want to hear that, but when it comes to black people, black women and trying to find love, sometimes we settle for the bare minimum or the bare surface level. And we don't really get down to the core of that relationship to actually build on it, whether it's you know, someone that we've known for a long time. Now, here's my opinion on dating and the process of dating for more than just just cooking up. I believe that if you meet someone that you are compatible with, you have to set the limit. There, It's not an ultimatum. I talked to my therapist about this a long time ago before I got into my relationship because I before had it, based off of ultimatum everything was ultimatum geared it was like oh well after five years I want this no I don't want to give anyone five years of my time for marriage I don't because what what is different from a year to five years 
things change. In five years, I might not want to marry you again, but I've wasted, not really wasted my time, but I've put myself in the position to hold out hope. We've heard the aunties, the old aunties back in the day, the, the, the mothers who stayed in relationships for 10, 15 years and never got married. And then this guy walks out. He, you held him down. You got him real good. And the next thing you know, somebody else comes around and within two months, he's already married to that person. It is a realistic factor that you have to set those boundaries because they are boundaries. If you know that you're dating for a marriage, say that to that person. So that person is aware, like, hey, I am not dating just to date. I am dating with the potential to get married one day. You may not be the person that I get married to, but I am letting you know up front, this is where my headspace is at. Because when I start dating you, we start going out, we start spending time together, I'm going to treat you like you are my potential husband versus you are just some guy that I'm kicking it with. So when I start treating you like that, but that's not what you want, but you like that treatment, you like that good treatment because you're going to continue to accept everything that I've given to you. Then what happens then when you don't want that? When I'm ready for you to marry me, you're looking at me like, well, I, that's not what I want. But you've strung me along to the prospect of thinking that this is what would come because I've told you up front. I've always believed in the honest factor of saying what I want up front because I think that has allowed me to not get into so many toxic relationships or even like meet someone that I thought was really interesting. And then the next thing you know, I'm just forcing myself on that person and that person is not ready. I've decided that I can't date like that. I need to date someone that I definitely know that I could see a future with. Now, things do happen. You never know what will happen. But I hope and pray that this relationship that she's in, he's actually really truly wanting to marry her for her and not for her YouTube coin. I ain't gonna lie. That's the first thing I thought about when, when I saw that situation. I was like, I've heard influencers say so much or even famous people say how they've been used by others and they can't trust. They don't have true friendships. They don't have true connections because oftentimes people are looking for that come up People are looking for that. And then here's my thing. When I first saw the whole situation, I've always believed if you have to justify it to others, it, it ain't right. The foundation ain't right. If you have to justify your situation to others, it ain't right. I met my guy right before the pandemic, right before we even heard anything about the pandemic. We met in October of 2019 and we had a week, almost a week of great communication. Like, it was just like I knew my husband. I was a woman that was like, oh, I'm, I don't think marriage is for me. I'm not sure if I want to get married. I'm not really looking for that possibility. But when I met him, it just, there was just something in my heart that felt like this person is my person. 
And, you know, I was so proud of myself because at the time we were in open relationships with other people. We were, we were dating other people. There wasn't nothing that was serious with our other partners. But when we saw, met each other, there was that connection there. We, um, we parted ways right after. And uh, the old me would have been like upset, angry, mad that we ended so abruptly but the when i as i've gone through therapy and i've actually sat down and paid attention to the things that i do want and and the stuff that i'm not gonna put up with i was okay with him walking away and going to figure out things with his other partner before anything could happen with us i made it clear that you know hey it's okay we had a great time. I'm okay. You do your thing. I'm going to do my thing. I'm not here to stop you from doing whatever it is you want to do. I just know what I want out of life. If you're not on the, that page, it is okay. Go ahead. I was okay to say that. And the reason I feel like we've, after we've, you know, we've decided that we're going to give this thing a try at a later date, it was like daunting on me that, I was proud of myself. I was proud of myself because I set a boundary and I stuck to that boundary and I allowed myself not to be hurt by it. I didn't have to justify it to anyone. I didn't have to justify him to anyone. I'm telling you, if he'd asked me to marry him the week after we met, I'd have said yes and we'd be at City Hall and bam, there we go. But we didn't have that. But when we came back to each other a few weeks later, we just knew that this is what we wanted. We both were on the same page and this is what we wanted. And, you know, we talked about marriage. It is great to talk about marriage. It is great to talk about your expectations. Um, put them on the table. Let that person know where you stand. Um, because you have to let that person decide for themselves what it is that they want out of life. You can't force or manipulate. And it's the same way with the entitlement and the um, judgment, if you're putting yourself out there and you're saying you're an influencer or you're saying this is your platform and these are people who are supporting your platform, when they ask questions about stuff like that, it is up to you to set the boundary. Do you want to answer that question? Do you want to get to the point where, okay, you know what? This is a boundary that I'm not going to cross. I'm not going to justify it. I'm just going to let you know, hey, I'm getting married and that's it. I didn't have to come and tell you that I was engaged, but I choose to do that. And so because I choose to do that and I open up and give myself that choice to share, now it's the time for me to say, whatever comes with that choice that I made, I have to deal with it. And how I deal with it sets me apart from everyone else around me or anybody else. I think, right, we've so, I think what happened for her was she's seen the, the YouTube couples. She's seen how, you know, having that moment of being in a relationship in front of the camera is beautiful. And she's, she, like everybody else, subscribed to that love, that look. And... I think it took her aback because she wasn't expecting the negativity 
she was expecting everyone to be the yes man and be like, oh my God, she manifested this. I remember last year she was talking about this. This is what she was doing. This is what she wanted. And she gave that persona. But I'm going to tell you something. To be real and be real fucking candid, let me tell you something. Don't say one thing and cover it and paint it something totally different. You can't say in a one video, I manifested this relationship. And then when you put that relationship out there to the public, you're like, oh, don't, I'm going to pull back. I'm not going to show anymore. Maybe I'm showing too much of my life. You want that excitement that came with having a relationship, having this man in your life. You were so ready to do it. There, people ask questions because the first question that's going to come to your mind, if you're a realistic person, right, is she's a YouTuber, she's making money, is he here for you or your platform? And she addressed it in her video today when she's like, oh no, I told you guys how I met, I think someone, one of her friends either hooked her up with him or something to that extent, but... She's like, oh, he didn't know who she was. And I want to say to a lot of these um, so-called YouTubers and influencers, there's this thing called pretend. And pretend can be coming so well from others. There are people out there that are way in to pretend. And if they're narcissistic or they have this kind of ability to, to just make you blindsided because your judgment is warped because you want this life so bad, you will miss the mark and not even realize that, yes, that person actually knew who you were. And let's get to another another factor. So I know you guys have seen the Laurie Harvey and Tiana Taylor's um, video. I didn't watch it. I saw it popped up on YouTube, but I didn't watch it. And you know, she just recently got out of the relationship with Michael B. Jordan. I will say allegedly, I do not believe that relationship was real. I've said it before. I don't think they were real. I think it was the fact that Michael B. Jordan has been known to frequent the snow bunnies. And he loves him a white girl. Ain't nothing wrong with him liking a white girl because Mr. Big is a white man. And I love Mr. Big. I don't love him because he's white. I love him because he is Mr. Big and who he is. But Michael B. Jordan got a lot of slack from the black community when they found out that, yes, he was interested in white women. And I think his image, it was like an image thing. So why not date the it girl or show that me and the it girl is in the a relationship? And Larry Harvey happened to be the it girl. But I did see a, a, a clip came up that saying that she said she got mad. She almost got married too young. And... I don't think it's that you almost got married too young. I think that because we don't speak up and say what we're interested in, I think that's what causes us to do silly things when we're young. Because if you know, because, you know, they always say women date to marry and men date to just live out their, you know, their wild oats, like so they wild oats. But I think in the new millennium, the new era, women are dating to sow their wild oats. Like Summer Walker said, 
girls want to um, have fun too. And she's right. We all want to. I've, I didn't want to be married in my 20s or even in my 30s. Like, what's the point, right? I was living my life. I had my career to think about. I was raising a kid by myself. And there were so many things that I saw that was not something that I wanted. I didn't want. I could have gotten married at 18. And I did not want to be that kind of person. That was not the life that I was trying to build. I walked away from a perfectly good man because at 18, I had no idea what I wanted. And also, one of the things that was captivating for me when I was 18 was I was learning myself and my identity. Like I didn't, I wanted more. I wanted more out of life. I wanted to follow that journalism track. I wanted to be a writer and I felt like getting married would have hindered that. I would have been living through him and not me. I don't think I would have found who I was if him and I had gotten married at at 18. It was not something that was on the table. And I knew it. I am glad that I was very aware of it and I walked away from it. I actually lied and told him that I cheated on him so that we could break up because I know that if I didn't say something negative, he wouldn't walk away. And that's what I did. I lied to him and say, no, I slept with someone else and that's it. And we broke up and we went our separate ways. Am I um, praising the fact that I lied to him? No, I'm not. But I had to do it for me. That was the way I got out of that situation. And I went away to college. He went on his way and that was it. Um, I feel like you know, our paths are different and we have to remember that if we're not on the same path, we're not on the same road in life, we don't want the same thing. Sometimes that will, that rockiness, that foundation isn't as stable and we're just playing at the fact that, oh, we're in a relationship. People are expecting us to be in a relationship at a certain age. You know, that timeline shit, fuck that timeline shit. Throw that shit out in the, in the ocean because sweetie, Anyone could find love at 50 and 60 and still live a happy life with that person, get married and whatnot. I've seen elderly people getting married at 50 and 60, um, starting over. There's nothing wrong with starting over. There is nothing wrong with having a relationship near to the end. You don't have to have marriage at 35. If you're not ready for marriage at 35 or even kids at 35, you don't. It's not something you want. I wish her well, but I'm going to say I've always felt like um, when back in the day when we didn't know about celebrities. Now, the Internet has changed us to dig into other people's lives so rapidly. That is why we feel entitled to their lives. We feel that we have to judge what they're doing. And it's really um, heartbreaking because... I feel like when we do that and we invest so much in these other people's lives, are we really living our lives? Are we living who, how we should be living for ourselves? Or are we constantly rotating the people and seeing what they're doing and living our lives through their eyes and what they're doing in their lives? Like, I, that's not the, the, the story I ascribe to. I don't want to live through anybody else's life but my own. I feel like 44 for me when it comes in the next couple of weeks is that the new chapter of 44 is just living my life no matter what comes. If I decide, I mean, Big and I have been together now 
almost three years. And, you know, I've told him where I stand on marriage, where I'm not going to just be connected to someone, living with someone, and there's no future there, you know? do Is that something we want or whatever? We've discussed that. We've made sure that we are aware of what's the next step for us in this journey of our relationship. So I'm living. I'm living my life. I watch social media. We're all on social media. I love it. It's it's entertaining at best and um, harmful at worst. Um, but when I see certain things happening on social media or even in, like, different platforms, I really feel like we don't talk about it enough because we're so we so want to see it badly that we don't think that it's negative until it until it happens. So this is how I look at it. We'll be like, oh, my God, they look so beautiful. Michael B. Jordan and um, Laurie Harvey. They look so great. They're the perfect couple, whatever. The minute that the rumor that they broke up happened, everybody in the comments like, yeah, we know that shit was fake. We know this, that, 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 that whatever. Even the guy that plays Lawrence on Issa Rae's um, Insecure, he's married to a white woman. He got married recently to his long-term girlfriend he's been dating for a while. And when people found out that Lawrence was, um, Jay Ellis was uh, marrying a white woman or dating a white woman, the comments on Twitter was just horrendous. The, the idea that, you know, um, this man is, owes us anything because he was in a black show on television about black people. We assume we knew him. We assume that because he was black, that this is what he was into, but no. Even with Ciara and Russell Wilson, everyone dogs Russell Wilson because they're like, oh, he's, he's a square. He's not um, that gangster guy, and he's not future. And I'm like, I'm glad he ain't future because who the fuck want to be with future? Like any woman now that says they're in a relationship with future, I hope that he's paying your bills. Because ain't no way you want him after the shit you've seen on social media with him and these other women. Like, if you're trying to come up off a bag with Future, go right ahead. I acknowledge it. I'm going to tell you, go ahead and get it. But the way he is, I don't think you want to look at him as a future husband. So with Ciara and Russell Wilson, every girl loves a bad guy till she is not in love with a bad guy anymore. Because you cannot make a bad guy marry you. Or be in be committed to you. Because if that's not what he want, that ain't what he want. And I don't think Future wanted a relationship outside of what he had. Like the like maybe she wanted the relationship more than he did. But I don't think he's a fuckboy. Plain and simple, we've we've we have labeled him community dick fuckboy. And it's okay. I like him. I'm I you know, I I think he's He's pretty cool in, in the music, whatever, some of his music, not all of it. But I just feel like we have to stop thinking we're entitled to say things just because we on the internet and the, the fingers are twittering and doing all kinds of stuff. It's a toxic trait. If you do not believe your entitlement, the audacity, and your judgment is not a toxic trait, let me be the first to tell you those are toxic traits because you're projecting what is going on in your life onto other people, and you just have to let people figure out their own 
thing. And I think with this lady on YouTube, as much as I am watching from the sidelines and I'm praying and hoping, like when I started thinking about, is he using her? I prayed and said to God, like, I hope this guy's not using her, but she's a sweet lady, her daughter, you know, she's very sweet and stuff. They even question her parenting skills. Now, let me tell you something. My son is 23. And I'll be damned if somebody came and told me how to be a mother before he turned an adult. I can't tell anybody how to be a parent. You cannot share parenting advice. You got to let people parent how they want to parent. Um, it is not for anybody else to tell a woman how to parent her child. No, it is not. But the negativity, the negative comments, I mean, of course you will get the negative comments. They're going to come no matter what. Even on this podcast, some people might not like this podcast. I don't give a fuck. But I'm going to come on here every week and I'm going to give y'all something to talk about. Simple as that. I have, um, listen, there are so many entertainments that I'm into, other podcasts that I'm into, and I'm not really a fan of everything they do. But I support them because there are things that they touch on that I'm interested in listening to, and I tune in for that pleasure of listening to those hosts. But I'm not here to tell them how to run their show. I'm not here to tell them what they should be doing or shouldn't be doing because that that is a toxic trait I don't want no part of, okay? I don't want to judge anybody. I don't want to have the audacity to tell people anything. Like, I refrain from even commenting on things that I don't feel the need to comment on. If, like I said, if you have to come and justify your situation to the public, then it is a problem for you internally and you need to address that problem because you yourself is also projecting on those people when they ask you those questions that you don't want to answer. I'm going to sign off now. I hope you guys enjoy this little conversation that we just had about, um, you know, integri the, the integrity of our audacity, our um, judgment, and our entitlement. Um, you are not entitled to anyone else's life. It is a toxic trait. Live your life. Go out and live your life and stop living through others. I feel like we are so, social media has gotten us so tuned in to the point where we're constantly living through other people. We're seeing the, the facade. We're seeing what they put out on social media. And we think it's the whole 100% of what they're doing throughout their day. It is not. They're giving you clips and pieces of what they're doing, and we're just putting this story and this narrative together. Stop it. Go live your life. Go out there and live your life. Show who you are on social media. Don't try to be the person in the background shouting the loudest and telling people, oh, you're a bad mom because you got engaged so quickly and you're moving him into your new house that you purchased. I think he's coming to take your money. I think he's this. It could be right. It could be true. But that's not for you to say. It is not for you to tell her that or anyone about their lives. Let them figure it out on their own. Because trust me, what is done in the dark will always come to light. And if this man, and I, this is my PSA, if this man is here to harm this woman, I hope and pray that God shows her something really soon before she makes a big mistake. Because I would hate to know that he saw this girl and he preyed on this girl. Because, yes, there are predators out there willing, waiting, because you've manifested this. 
we're gonna have to talk about this whole manifestation another time but anywho i hope you guys enjoyed the episode don't forget to like subscribe um to the the, the podcast share it leave a raven review and we'll be back here again next week to talk about some other shit that's happening in life thanks for listening to she talks life podcast Thank you for listening to another episode of the She Talks Life podcast. Today was a great episode. I hope you guys enjoyed that. I can't wait to see you back here on the next episode. And peace out.